what they say can be done. We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound just like no bandit run. Keep your foot hard on the pedal. Some never mind them brakes. Let it all hang out cause we got to run to make. Hey, welcome to Highway Freaks Computer Geeks Podcast. Visit number one. I'm Bry Guy, your host. J-Man is standing by. And we did have Swayze, but he mailed. So now we have Will the Thrill. I just want to tell you a little bit of why we are doing this. Because a lot of people will initially think, hey, a trucker's podcast. This is going to be boring. It's going to be technical. I'm going to fall asleep. Guess what? We're not doing that. Okay? We're not doing that at all. Uh, we're not going to be like uh, ex-hockey millionaires that create a podcast and pay $5,000 for a round of golf to tell you all about it. Okay? We're not going to do that. Okay, We're not going to tell you what happened on The Bachelorette last night. And we shouldn't be able to do anything about Survivor and tell you what happened on it. Yes. Um, tell you a little bit about myself. I am a married 58-year-old long-haul truck driver of 25 years plus. That trucks with an American bully, or uh, what we would call him, a uh, pit bull mix bandit, okay? Uh, I did post some pictures of bandits on Highway Freaks, our Facebook site. And you can uh, see that as well. Bandit does have his own site called Bandit's Road Days on Facebook. And you are more than welcome to join for free as well. Okay, Jay will tell you a little bit about his dog in a minute. Just basically, we're out here trucking, and we just want to decide to entertain you guys, and I will pass it along to Jay. Hey, I'm the J-Man, 30-plus years driving. I'm over the road. I've got my uh, rescue pit bull that hogs the bed, of course. Her name's Zephyr, a little sweetheart. Uh, we're like, uh, like Bryce said, you know, we're not going to get technical. We're not going to bore you with a bunch of BS about truck parts. Um, Want to hear some stories? We want to hear, uh, you know, what, what kind of goofy crap has happened to you while you were on the road, you know? We do run into some interesting stuff. We need some crazy shit at truck stops. And we also got a computer guy, Will the Thrill. Tell us about yourself, Will. My name is Will. I am about to be 34. I am a penetration tester and a website builder. Um, things are just progressing more and more each day. I do have a couple of dogs myself. I have pit bulls and I have a Rottweiler. I also have a... Ramses, yeah. which is a wonderful dog. Yeah. Love that dog. Yeah, he's yeah. so well behaved. He, uh, but, I mean, I guess that's a testament to training. So, I believe if uh, you own power breeds, that you should be able to train them and have them listen. So, uh, that, that just prevents a lot of repercussions. It's not the breed, it's the deed. Right. Just remember that, guys. All dogs can be vicious. So, when you heard that we have pit bulls, yes, we do. But they are extremely domesticated, um, and uh, they make excellent trucking dogs, I might add. So, if you are thinking of getting a trucking dog, get yourself a pit bull. You'll never, you'll never, never regret it. So, um, so basically, what are we going to talk about? Well, um, I guess the first thing we could talk about, which is pretty funny, is where we actually did take a crap in the last two years due to this uh, pandemic or pandemic. Um, we're not going to get too political on that. I'm just going to say that I've never used more outdoor facilities 
in the last two years than I have in the last 25 years of truck driving. Some weird places we pooped. Yeah. I can remember one uh, where uh, I took Bandit out for a walk one night and um, kind of forgot the, to- the TP in the truck. And I just didn't really think at that point that uh, nature was going to call. And uh, kind of went behind a carburetor, behind a building, and, you know, dropped a trowel. And then my beautiful dog decided to, well, maybe uh, we'll go play in Dad's poop. And that's what he did. He rolled all over Dad's poop with his nice white fur and got himself definitely shit-faced. Simple to uh, coin a, a, a phrase. Um, I didn't know what to do. Um, I saw a homeless camp nearby, and, uh, well, I just decided, hey, there's some clothing there. I'll just uh, clean them up. And I did. I cleaned them up. It took a long time. Um, I was like to think it was the poor bastards that were coming back and thinking that maybe they tied one on and they got themselves some shit based they shit themselves as well. So that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, so we got bended back and we threw a, a couple of uh, 12 packs of uh, wet wipes on them. And uh, before long, his beautiful white fur was starting to show again. And he was a happy boy and he jumped in the truck and away we went. So how about you there, J-Man? Did you uh, have a weird place pooping lately? Or what? Not, not, well, not lately, but right. during the pandemic. Now... Uh, Zephyr's involved in this as well. Now, Zephyr is not a vocal dog. I think I can count on one hand how many times I've heard her bark. Right. And I mean, and that's, that's not an exaggeration. She just does not bark. And it's, it's very loud and it's, it's, it's startling if you've never heard it. Well, I was out in the middle of the Arizona desert and, uh, nature called at, uh, not the greatest time. I mean, it was, it was dark. I mean, it was, it was dark. I'm in the Arizona desert, and I can't remember the name of the highway I was on. But so I go trucking off into into, in, into the desert, looking for a spot. Well, I completely forgot about that. And uh, I find my spot, and I'm sitting there. And the next thing I know is Zephyr's behind me, and she let out a goddamn bark. It scared the shit out of me, and I lost my balance and fell forward on a cactus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey, no, what through my hand? I it hurt. Okay, like, and I couldn't get it out. Like, it wasn't all the way through, but I couldn't get it out. Is there bark? Can you imagine? And, can you imagine if that went through your ass? <laughs> I think I'd have just shot myself. There's no way I'm going to a doctor and saying, "Doc, it was the damnedest thing." Like, what ain't happening, man? I got, I got, a, I got a really good one. This is when Bandit shit his pants. Um, I think oh. I told you this one. This is hilarious. I was, uh, I was fueling up in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, and um, I was part of a, a, a group that paints rocks. I'll get into that in a minute. But anyway, um, these people are outside. Bandit's really got to go to can. I can see it in his eyes, right? And I'm fueling up. And, these people run across, they're running literally across going, Brian, Brian, hey, it's Brian. It's like, it's like, do I know these people? Right? So, hey, Brian, it's, uh, it's us, Dave and Sherry, Dave and Bubba, uh, Bubba and Sherry, rather. And, uh, you know, remember us? And I'm just thinking, 
I'm trying to place them. Like, I don't know who they are. You know when you meet somebody, you can't place them, but you're going, you're trying to go along with it? It's like, oh, hi. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I do that a lot. <laughs> meanwhile, Bandit, meanwhile, Bandit's just like, God, Dad, I got to go. I got to go. Right? And, um, you know, she goes, oh, Bubba, I, you know, he's, he's back at the truck, and I'm so, I'm going to be so upset that he didn't meet you, because uh, it was Sherry initially, right? And uh, so he goes, oh, I got to go get Bubba, I got to go get the dogs, I got to go get the kids. And I was like, who the hell is this woman, right? And I'm trying to get, like, get me fueled up here, right? I'm kind of thinking she's crazy at the time, right? So I meanwhile, Dan just got to go to the bathroom. I was like, oh, man, I got to do something here. So I went to her husband and uh, these two dogs, you know, they're the cutest little, uh, you know, they, I think they call them pocket pitties. They're really small uh, pit bulls. And you go, this is Titan and this is Bella. And I'm, I'm going, okay, yeah, I got to meet Titan and Bella. And it's sitting in the truck here. And, like, and he wasn't barking at the dogs. So I knew he had to go to really bad. He had to go. And I said, uh, I said, okay. Uh, and you go, oh, you know, this is Bubba. Uh, hi, uh, how you doing? And, um, you know, it's just like, oh, God, who are these people? Meanwhile, I'm fueling up, and uh, yeah, it's like, I got to go, I got to go. So uh, she goes, okay, well, we got to go in. It was nice meeting you. So I get back, and I go, okay, Bandit. We, and Bandit had a gun in the truck, right, all over his blankets. And I am oh. just like, oh, damn it. And it was my fault, right? So I, I basically... Uh, I literally opened the side door, the passenger side door, just kind of, you know, curled up the blanket and dumped all of the shit in the garbage can. Now I'm ready to leave. Okay? But now I can't find my fuel card. Right? It's like, oh, where is my fuel card? Right? And, you know, if you can't find your fuel card, that's like, that's like the Bible to a truck driver, man. Like, you oh, yeah. just cannot, you can't leave without it. And I'm flustered, man. I'm flustered. So there's this uh, this East Indian guy behind me, and he's honking on the horn for me to get moving. And I don't know where the hell the fuel card is. And I'm not leaving. I'm not moving. And it's like, oh, I know what I did. I think I left the fuel card when I was coming in to see Dad and try to, you know, calm him down. I think I put it on the blanket. Oh, man. <laughs> so now I got to go into the garbage and start pulling oh. out. The, 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 you know, the blanket with the crap on it, and I'm doing that. So I start shaking it, and the East Indian goes, what are you doing? That's bull. Don't you know that's bull? And I'm shaking it like a mad person, right? <laughs> shaking, shaking, shaking. <laughs> so, uh, so, I couldn't find them. I was like, I'm so upset. It's like, oh, I'm going to have to call the company. This is going to suck so bad. So, you know, I'm, I, 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 I get to, I get back in the truck, and I'm really depressed because, like, oh, what am I going to do? And then all of a sudden, this guy goes, hey, 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 did you lose this? And I was like, did I lose what? I said, uh, this, and he shows me the fuel card.
uh, shout out to uh, Bubba and Sherry because uh, that was a funny way to meet somebody. So, so yeah, um, let's talk about okay. celebrity celebrity hot mom power rankings. Let's get into that. So we got some hot moms in the celebrity world, and uh, the first one that it's rated as is uh, quite surprising. Canadian uh, from British Columbia, his wife Blake Lively is uh, the first celebrity hot mom. Then we have Shakira, says her lips don't lie, and neither do we. I guess we got. Uh, she is. She is. Yep. Yeah, we got Courtney and Kim Kardashian. Uh, the Kardashians, who, uh, despite the fact they have no talent, they're multi-billionaires. But uh, hey, they know how to market themselves. Halle Berry. She's the next hot mom. Yeah, she's, so, she's a good-looking doll. Yeah, she is. She adopted um, a child, so um, good for her. Uh, we got Victoria Beckham, a.k.a. the Spice Girl, uh, David Beckham's hot squeeze. And then we got Jessica Alba. Uh, and uh, I like Jessica Alba because she's a pit bull fan. So uh, I call her the number one celebrity hot mom. Uh, of course, that's a biased opinion. Beyonce, which has that uh, interesting uh, daughter named Blue Ivy. And then Megan Fox, who is still a fox at her age. Then we got Giselle Bunchen, followed by Scar jo, Scarlett Johansson, who married Colin Yost from uh, Saturday Night Live. She just became a new mom. Then we got Janet Dewan Tatum, Channing Tatum's ex, Katie Holmes, and Jay's personal favorite, Sandra Bullock. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, now that's that's a, as I as I understand it. So we will do celebrity hot mom power rankings. At you, least. you can have you can you can have the other one. Uh, I'll take I'll, 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 I'll take, take Sandra Bullock. I still think Megan Fox is a fox. So yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't even know who yeah, she is. So yeah. I'll take I'll take uh, I'll take Sandra Bullock. Megan Fox list. I think I know three. Megan Fox is Megan. the uh, girl from Transformers, bro. Transformers. Oh, okay. Um, speaking of movies, we are going to do movie reviews down the road as well. Um, uh, yours truly will do movie reviews. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get Jay to watch a movie and we'll get him to do a review on it because he's the guy that doesn't watch the most movies. So we just elected you as our guinea pig. No, well, it's right? not what? that I don't watch. It's not that I don't watch movies. It's just I prefer. Real acting. That's why I watch movies from the 40s, 50s, 60s. Did they act? Yeah, yeah. And you can do, uh, you can do your own review on those if you like as well. Because uh, I know your favorite guy is John Wayne, and uh, he uh, yeah, he's he's on the, on the very top of my list. Um, yeah, McQueen, uh, Gary Cooper, right? Uh, Jimmy Jimmy Stewart is not only just a, a damn fine actor, but for you American folks out there, he was one hell of a a, a, a hero during World War II. Um, you know, um, along with a lot of them, Mark Gable. So back to our crazy trucker stories, Jay. Okay. Yes, yes, you were telling me some. Uh, yeah, um, I guess we could talk about a woman truck driver driving through Arizona with her trainee. Uh, she had a trainee, and um, they came up upon a ridge, and then they went down an interstate to what uh, they thought were leaves blowing across the road in the upcoming distance. And 
this kind of puzzled both of them because, you know, there's mostly pine trees in northern Arizona. And, um, you know, the woman said, I'll take, I'll, I'll take this. I'll, you know, because the trainee was, uh, was about to take over driving. But she said, no, I'll, I'll handle this. So she comes upon what she thought were the leaves, and they aren't the leaves. And, uh, well, what do you think they were? I'm, uh, I'm actually not too sure. They were migrating tarantulas. That's right. Her truck then begins to slide as they drive over them, spilling their guts all over the road with weird popping sounds, like that of a champagne bottle, right? And so she's so flustered that when she gets to the truck stop, she gets her trainee to get out because she will not get out of the truck. She's just paranoid that they're, that they're there. And then the trainee gets out, and then he, he hurls his guts because there's tarantula guts, legs, and even heads in the inside of the drive wheels. Now, is that not creepy? I would have never yep. gotten it back into it. There's no way. There's no way. Because not all of them would have died, and they would have got inside, and oh. I'd have lost my shit. Just no way. There's only one thing... We truck, drive, truck drivers all avoid, uh, maybe it might be tarantulas, but it's a stunk. We will all <laughs> avoid that. <laughs> we will not let, we, we're not going to drive over the house because no it just gets in our wheels, man. Um, there's unfortunately lots of things that I've hit, but a skunk is one that I will avoid at all costs. It's just, yeah, you'll never get that smell out. Just, you never will. So, um, so I got another funny one. This is another good one. Um, a friend of mine has a relative who uh, is an, an owner-operator, and uh, one time they're supposed to ship containers of whipped cream from one state to the other, passing through the Rocky Mountains, right? So he looks at the route that was provided, and he realized he could save time by you know, taking another high-altitude mountain route. So once he finally gets to his delivery the next morning, you know, the guy's the guy's about to uh, cut the seal. He opens the door and blobs and blobs of whipped cream come out and just coat the boat. I mean, that's, that's, that's got to be one of those Kodak moments. You know, that, that, I wish somebody took a picture of that. That would have been hilarious, right? Oh, you know, yeah, it, it turns out the pass he took was a, a high altitude pass and um, in high pressures with uh, lots of heat. It can cause the lids to pop on the containers. I didn't notice. Then the inside of the truck would be just covered in whipped cream splooge, right? So, and in a related story, <laughs> I had a buddy who uh, delivered in Chicago all the time. He's a, a really good friend of mine. Um, I lost him recently. I'll talk about that in a, a more somber note. But he uh, he was trying to find a warehouse. He was delivering to around 4 a.m. And uh, he walks to the window uh, or I said, he rolls down the window, rather, and um, he asks this scraggly-looking homeless lady for directions. And he says, hey, do you know where a big company is? And she says, no, but I'll give you a blowjob for 50 bucks. <laughs> you yeah, I'll find it myself. That's not that, <laughs> right? So, you know, but uh, that's some of the stories. I just want to tell, talk a little bit about Johnny. Um, uh, about three weeks ago, uh, I lost a very dear friend to a very freak accident, which I never would have thought in a million and one years would happen. 
I just talked to him prior to that weekend. I was out uh, visiting my granddaughter, and um, I, I, I really cringed at the last message I gave him. I was just, I was so upset about it. Um, you know, because you know, you don't hear from your friend, and I guess sometimes you make the text, "Hey, did you die or something?" And oh, mm. oh man, yeah, yeah. Well, I was, uh, I heard from his sister when I finally uh, rang his cell phone, and um, she just said, "This is John's phone," and she started crying. And she, I said, "Jesus, is John in the hospital?" She goes, "No, he's dead." And, uh, wow, man, oh man, did that hit me, hit me hard. I, I was left speechless. Um, I later found out circumstances that uh, contributed to his death. And believe it or not, uh, it was, uh, a backpack. And, uh, you're probably saying a backpack. Well, Johnny used to, uh, go into the truck stop and he'd always graze. He'd always be eating 24 seven, uh, in the day, uh, as he's driving. And um, basically what happened is he jumped up on his truck after loading up his backpack full of food, and it surmised that he fell back and hit the back of his head because people at the Loves said there that he had a big gash on the back of his head. So they put him in the ambulance, and uh, he was unconscious, thank God for that, but well, he said they were still, they were, he was still breathing, and he didn't make it to the hospital. He died of a massive hematoma, basically like a, a, a blood bubble in the brain, and uh, he died. That was it. That was the end of the story. Fifty-six years old, and uh, recently you were saying, Jay, that you're starting to see some of these young guys wearing these backpacks. Yeah, well, when you told me the story of what had happened, you know, um, and you said it was a backpack, um, I can I could see how how it happened. I, I could actually picture it in my head. You know, he lost his balance and was trying to grab something. Oh, back the way to the I'm thinking that the way to the backpack pulled him backwards. And right. since you told me that, I've been noticing probably oh, I'd say a good fifty percent of the younger drivers that I'm seeing, you know, around in the 20s, 30s, are all wearing backpacks. And I never noticed. Um, I, I see a lot of guys, like, carrying a backpack with their clothes or their, their shower or whatever, and they just throw it up in the truck and then get in. But I've noticed a lot of guys are actually wearing And since you told me that story, I've really been noticing it. That, um, I don't place it. You know, I mean, I've, I've, I've gone to get into the truck and I have a bad habit of I don't grab the grab handle, I grab the steering wheel. And quite a few times I've slipped off. But right. usually I, I usually I just step back down, uh, like because I'm leaning forward when I do it. I'm not leaning backwards, but I also don't have anything on my back. Well, think about when we were going to school. We were putting all those textbooks in our backpack. And, you know, I mean, I can remember making trips to the chiropractor when I was like 14 years old to see the chiropractor because I was having back issues. So, you know, just, just, I mean, I hate backpacks. I, I'm totally against them. I mean, and I, I will have trouble. I will probably have a personal vendetta of backpacks from here on because I, I lost somebody just a stupid apparatus. What about you, Will? What's your opinion on backpacks? I, uh, I kind of grew up, uh, on the poor side. So we had to, um, I had to make do with what was at, 
you know, Valley Village at the time. Um, uh, those backpacks were, you, you know, they were hard enough. But um, the upgraded backpacks that, that you can buy in Sturgis, they don't take into consideration um, a lot of what the kids have to uh, endure, which is carrying those textbooks, whatever else, kind of oh, whatever homework, whatever lunch. You know, even the kids, man, during the course of the last five to ten years, they've all switched to drawstring backpacks. I mean, it, they're all right, but uh, they put more pressure on uh, your trapezoids, which, you know, create headaches. And um, a lot of people that, you know, carry backpacks to and from work always get headaches. And, you know, they're always, you know, taking Advil and whatever, which, I, I mean, okay, cool, but that's only a temporary fix situation. It will, well, it can turn permanent because you can get start to develop nerve damage as well as um, your discs in your back bulging and herniate. Um, I have also experienced um, the bulging and herniation. Um, so personally, myself, I try not to carry a backpack. Um, in the near future, uh, there will be newer uh, styles that are, you know, uh, that actually implement logic and common sense. A lot of what we're seeing today is just uh, motivated by money, right? And when when you get products that are motivated by money, you know, they're only meant to last for a certain length of time. Well, I mean, I personally, if I had to choose a backpack, I would go after uh, one with a longer warranty, as you know, those are probably uh, more like well made. Um, but in its entirety, um, if you don't have to carry a backpack, don't. I, I mean, unless you're going to take a shower, like Jay said, or you, you know, just, just walking around to meet up with somebody. Okay, cool. But when you carry it, uh, carrying around, um, I guess an object that is meant to carry other objects. Um, keep in mind, uh, it's it's not meant to carry for an extended length of time. When when you get kids that are going to school and say they have to walk an hour to school, well, by the time they get to uh, school, they're hurting already, right? So um, I don't like I I don't I, I mean. Someone needs to invent something a little bit better. Um, as you know, they, they they are known to put people off balance, uh, like your like your friend. And, and you know, God bless his soul. Um, he's he's in a better place now. However, um, uh, things like this can can be prevented by just you know uh, only wearing a backpack when you absolutely need to. Right, right. Well, when I started on that, well, when I went to not where I live, because if you wore one, you'd be dead by lunch. You'd get the shit beat out of you. Oh, like a backpack? Oh, yeah. Wow. You'd have your head handed to you. Oh, I, mean, I grew up in a, in a real rough area. Um, <laughs> like eight backpacks. <laughs> no, I remember, I remember the kids that were getting the shit beat, the shit kicked out of them when they were, when high talk. Um, right. Air, Air, I think, uh, Air, Air Jordan? No, I was out of school by the I was working by the time they um okay. no when when the high cop the basketball she like, Oh yeah, kids were getting the shit beat out of them. Oh for those wearing them. Right. No, just for wear just for wearing them because they were considered, you know, geeks. rich. Rich. Yeah. Too, right. Yeah. You know. And we where I went to school, we were not rich. Like we were lower working class, you know. Right. It was it was a rough place to grow up. Yeah. And uh 
but we had these things that were they were made by Adidas. Okay, they were an Adidas Adidas thing, and they were leather, and they were freaking heavy, empty, and you just swung them over your shoulder. Everybody had one. Okay? I mean, it was oh, they were they had. Um, I actually had my brothers. They were they'd been around for so long, and that was the norm. And they were god awful heavy. By the time you got to school, your shoulder was throbbing. Uh-huh. You know, and usually all you had in it was your lunch, maybe a maybe a couple of textbooks. Right. You know. Right. But uh, yeah. no, like uh, I don't remember seeing. Actually, I don't remember seeing um, backpacks. Not that I really paid attention until my daughter, because she has a backpack. If she doesn't wear it, she just carries it by the strap. Right. And she walks. She gets a, she she takes the bus. She doesn't really carry it. Right. But uh, no, when I was when I was growing up, style was everything, you know. And yeah, it was uh, brutal. It was a brutal time to be going to school. Um, you know, it was uh, <laughs> you know, it was uh, the dog eat dog, and literally it was dog eat dog. You know, right, right. You know, yeah. but I got my fair share of ass kicking <laughs> from the bigger kids. You know, interject. Um, yeah, no, well, no problem. Well, I understand that you uh, you do some interesting things uh, with the uh, uh, with your computer and, and some organizations you're involved with. Why don't you tell our podcast listeners a little bit of what you're involved in? Uh, never never did get back to you on that. Yeah. So, um, well, we have uh, in Calgary, Alberta, right now. A anti-pedo unit. Uh, so we we secretly hunt pedophiles. We're we're not really um, uh, the definition of pedophile hunters, um, as you know, uh, a majority of them don't catch them. They catch and release, I guess, right? So um, what we did differently was, you know, go in and uh, take care of the issues and start shutting down Facebooks that were. Uh, well, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, that were um, compromised by these. And uh, through that, we ended up uh, getting some um, people together. And um, we were, we had formed, well, we still have formed um, a group that's called Anonymous Calgary Canada or Anon YYC. And what we do is uh, in the winter, we go down and uh, find where all the homeless people are staying. And a lot of us will uh, get food together, ready for them, uh, feed them. We have groups that um, are beside us or with us um, who, you know, go out and feed the homeless people um, or the homeless population warm soup and um, supply them with, with like water and stuff in the summer. And, uh, you know, shout out to uh, those people um crazy indian brotherhood because uh, they are uh sorry I, I i believe it's crazy indians brotherhood but uh they are um a bunch of people who have you know led some uh not so great lives and are getting back to the community so um we we, we also have a, a few uh other things going on like there's uh, a, uh, we got operations called uh, Operation Winter or Off Winter, um, Off Safe Winter, where we go out and we, uh, well, we take donations first, and then we'll take the donations uh, in a ride and personally deliver it to the homeless population. Um, just randomly, especially on 
extremely cold days, like minus 32, minus 40, you know, shelters aren't letting people in. And it, it, it's a, com- I know people are like, well, you know, I know what it's like. Well, no, they don't. Because I can honestly tell you, like, I thought I knew until I started experiencing a lot of these places. And a lot of these places, even though they shouldn't be, are uh, judgmental towards these people. And because of that judgment, these people are, um, the homeless population doesn't get the help that they need. Right. Um, but uh, going back to uh, the the computer aspect of it, um, we we help, you know, uh, track missing kids. We actually have um, now I'm not taking full credit for this because um, her dad. Um, well, let me let me rewind for a minute. Um, there was a little girl named uh, we're just going to call her TC for now. Um, her dad's name, though, is Justin, and Justin um, had, you know, lost, well, um, his daughter had been kidnapped, basically, by, you know, the grandparents, and taken to, I believe it was Turkey, and we kept pressing them to a point where, you know, they, they finally gave up, but Justin, man, he, uh, he went out there, and with his own money, flew down to go grab his girl, because that's his girl, right? That, that's his daughter. And uh, he brought her back to Calgary. And we we had a, um, a very emotional meetup where, you know, we, we all spent time together. And, you know, we, we told each other how grateful we were to have each other in our lives. And that has now led to some other business opportunities, which, uh, which is absolutely amazing. So, yeah, we, we, we kind of do a mix of a lot uh, around the city. Um, some of the main things, though, are, are, you know, things that people view as just morally wrong. Like, we'll jump in on that, like, without a... Um, I, I, I know I kind of dislike, because uh, my brother, um, he worked in Brunswick, and uh, he, uh, my, my niece was going down a bad path. She's associated with bad people, and... Um, Let's put it this way. The only way I was going to visit my niece was in a tiny box. And um, I didn't relish that idea. And my brother spent three weeks uh, and, um, trying to get uh, his daughter uh, to come live in front of him. And uh, I thought he was nuts at the time. Uh, I now respect him probably more so than I ever have. Because he basically saved her life by getting her out of a uh, situation where she was. Uh, in a homeless situation, and um, she needed to get out of Woodstock, and she now lives in New Brunswick with my brother, and, uh, well, kudos to him, man. He basically needs his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a father. Probably. I, I really do. Because, um, uh, I would pretty much kill for my kids. Right.
dog, S as in Sam, and T as in Tom, those are all capitals, underscore 
uh, tricks rather that you can pick up on your phone even. Uh, we have trucker news. Um, we have movie reviews. Uh, I wrote a book, and uh, I'm actually going to write, uh, not, or not write, read you some of the excerpts of my book. So it'll be Brian's books on the road. He's got his, uh, his passion with fly fishing, so you're going to hear Jay's fly fishing lessons. I can't wait to hear that one. Um, oh, man. I, I I will tell you one. I will tell you one quickly. Um, I'm not a great fly fisher by by any means, but I did enjoy it. But I'm going to tell you a little story about my first pair of chest waders. I I got these uh, chest waders for for Christmas. Uh, I've only worn them the once because <laughs> I put these things on and I was in this river. Now it's not a fast moving river or anything, but I'm I'm right up to my chest. And I'm thinking, hey, this is really wild, right? What does that asshole do? Trips over a rock. <laughs> I went right under. <laughs> and it took, I, I got out, and it was cold. Like, it was cold. It was, it was, I, I guess it was about March. Like, there was still snow on the on the bank. And, of course, everybody, no, don't help Jay. No, don't help him. Let's just laugh. <laughs> I shit you not. It took a half an hour for the water to stop running out of those damn things. And they were not free. So that I could take them off. That's hilarious. And so, uh, yeah, I, I, I spend more time making people laugh when I'm fishing than I, than I actually do catching fish. So, uh, but it, it, I do love it. I absolutely love fly fishing. I didn't love that. He's got all kinds of uh, stories. I got there. all kinds of yeah. shit like that, man. I, on the serious side, we'll be talking about wild weather on the road and some of our experiences there. Uh, a lot of you guys don't know what we go through, so we're going to give you the lighter side of helos, hours of service. Um, we're going to tell you about dumb border crossing questions we get. Um, Jay's Joke Corner. Send in your jokes, by the way. Oh, yeah. Jay's jokes. You can yeah. use them. Anything. Yeah, anything, anything. Um, we're going to talk about our Instapod and air fire risk. Uh, he thought that Jay and I eat out. You're wrong. We eat uh, pretty good food in our trucks on a champagne budget. Uh, or I should say, what is it? Champ- a champagne flavor on a beer budget. There you go. Um, we're going to talk about the best Walmarts and the worst Walmarts. The pet of the week. Uh, we're going to interview truck drivers. Uh, we're going to interview celebrities. We're going to tell you what's hot on Netflix. So we are just not your ordinary trucker podcast. As you can see, we are a bit different. And, of course, my passion, hockey. And, yes, I'm going to be talking to you about hockey when the season starts next month. So that's all i got to say. Thank you guys for listening so much. And we look forward to seeing you and talking to you uh, probably in another episode, which will probably be next Friday. And we'll download it on the weekends. We'll do that. And you'll be able to get it on Amazon and Spotify and Audible. And is there someone I missed there, Will? So, uh, yeah, after... after uh, this one's uploaded. It'll be we'll, we'll be on Spotify. Uh, we're probably gonna be actually. Um, if I were to give a timeline, we'll probably be in the next 
72 hours that we can apply for that and then we'll be on spotify as soon as we can and this first podcast is going on to uh every platform we can uh personally get it on so um i'm i'm looking forward to future with this as there are no podcasts that are like this and you will also be reviewing video games you're telling me as well yeah i'll uh I'll be on the side a little bit here uh, on my free time uh, testing out these games and I'll be able to, you know, give uh, my unbiased opinion because I'm not really biased on anything. I, uh, by the way, I, I play on all platforms uh, for games. So PlayStation, Xbox, PC. It, it, if it's a game, I'll play it. I, I, I don't, I don't um, discriminate. So, um, yeah, it'll be completely unbiased opinion. Okay, right on. Well, that's, that's a wrap, guys. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, and you folks have a good night. I look forward to hearing from you. Yeah, have a good night, and we will see you on the next podcast.